Coming up on Inside Baylor Sports. The Big 12 champion Baylor Lady Bears hit the road for a Sooner State showdown. While the Baylor men head east for a big battle with the Mountaineers of West Virginia. And believe it or not, spring ball begins for Baylor football. These stories and more straight ahead on Inside Baylor Sports. Inside Baylor Sports is presented by the Baylor Graduate School and brought to you by Hillcrest Baptist Medical Center, the official health care provider of the Baylor Bears. Toyota, right now find a great deal on a new Toyota. Toyota, let's go places. By Dr. Pepper, always one of a kind. By Texas Farm Bureau Insurance, moments worth covering are never accidents. By HEB, here everything is better. And by the Baylor Graduate School. Discover, learn, make a difference. Hi, everyone, and welcome to this week's edition of Inside Baylor Sports. I'm Lori Fogelman. John Morris will join us a little bit later in the show. We're in Norman, Oklahoma, for a Sooner State showdown. The Big 12 champion Baylor Lady Bears hoping to extend their record-setting 37-game Big 12 regular season win streak against OU on Monday night. The Lady Bears looking to stay focused for the final three-game stretch of the regular season. Baylor jumped out to an early lead over the Sooners. Ahead to Griner. Griner off the glass for two. But with 11.40 to play in the first half, the Lady Bears began to get in foul trouble. Sims. Off the screen, I think they're going to get Brooklyn Pope. Indeed, they do. Starters Brittany Griner and Brooklyn Pope sat out the rest of the first half. They combined to play only 11 minutes before the break. I thought we started out well, but then uh, we got in foul trouble, and I thought it changed the whole complexion of the game. Freshman Alexis Prince helped pick up the slack offensively. She scored 10 points and helped Baylor build a 37-30 lead going in at the half. Our defense picked up a little bit in the first half, and we was able to get some easy points going and get the lead back up. The Lady Bears came out strong in the second. Griner led the attack early with a block, a pair of jumpers, and an assist for three. Athena, a wide open three, boom! Came out in the second half and picked up where we started when the game tipped off, and we extended the lead. We got a lot of transition buckets. BG finished with 15 points, 15 rebounds, and seven blocks. She also moved up to number four on the NCAA's all-time scoring list, passing former UConn great Maya Moore. Six Lady Bears finished in double figures, including Destiny Williams, who scored a season-high 16 points. Destiny and Brooklyn are two of the finest uh, four players in the country, and if they can continue to do what they're doing, it makes us that much better. Close this one out, 86-64 to 64 on the Oklahoma Sooners, sweeping the series with the Sooners. After the Oklahoma game, the Lady Bears made the long trek to West Virginia for a Saturday night matchup with the Mountaineers. We're Odyssey to the baseline, up with a shot, no good. Rebound, Brittany Griner back up, off the glass, two points. History must be a favorite subject of Baylor's Brittany Griner as she made it once again Saturday night. Over to Destiny Williams, missed the layup, Brittany Griner rebound, triple-double, she goes back up with it. It marked only the second one ever seen and first in a women's game at the West Virginia Coliseum. She just Brittany Griner. She, she's, I'm glad she had a triple-double. I didn't even know, but I'm happy for her. Griner with the first touch and her turnaround banker scores the first two of this ball game. Number 42 and the Lady Bears wasted no time jumping out to a 14-0 lead. 
The nation's top team continued to extend that lead and ended the first half up 38-22. I thought we were outstanding when the game started. We were very focused. The crowd was great, and uh, we loved it. It was a great atmosphere. First half, we did a good job of getting the ball inside uh, and, you know, transition. Second half, we just took brushing our shot and taking bad shots and not getting the ball in through BG. West Virginia made a game of it to start the second half as the Mountaineers got to within eight, less than three minutes into it. You have to keep a cool head in a hot game. You expect on the road that the crowd's going to energize them, and they made some threes. Stephanie. Baylor picked up its 17th conference victory as they blew past West Virginia 80-49. Coming up after the break, we'll catch up with John Morris, who also was in Morgantown, West Virginia, for Baylor men's basketball. And later on in the show, believe it or not, Baylor football begins spring practice. That and more when Inside Baylor Sports returns. You know, you see a little bit of everything here. Whether it's down a city block or along a country road, this is home. We're looking out for friends and neighbors. Well, it's a way of life. More than auto, home, life, fences, crops, and livestock. It's about moments. And moments worth covering are never accidents. So call 877-FARM-BUREAU. You could save up to 40% on your auto insurance. Millions of girls are told they're pretty. But not many end up becoming a model. Even fewer decide to put their face in front of someone who wants to rearrange it. And now, instead of fighting for a cover shot, I'm fighting for gold. I'm Michaela Mayer, and I'm one of a kind. Here we go! It's not about megabytes. Or pixel ratios. Bandwidth. More resolution. It's not even about technology. It's about how it works. We're good. For you. At Time Warner Cable, we're moving technology forward to bring you back to what matters most. Emergency Center's Fast Track Express, exceeding national healthcare benchmarks for rapid assessment and treatment of minor emergencies and illnesses. Friendly staff greet patients, and symptoms are quickly assessed by trained professionals. If it's not too serious, you might be the perfect candidate for Fast Track Express. Available from 10 a.m. until 10 p.m., seven days a week. Hillcrest Emergency Center's Fast Track Express at our I-35 and Highway 6 Hillcrest campus. Getting you back on track fast. Once a year, we truly raise the stakes. Toyota Truck Month. Don't miss the year's best deal on a brand new Texas-built Tundra Crew Max Special Edition. Get zero for 60 plus 3,000 cash on a 2013 Tundra Crew Max Texas Edition for a total savings over 7,700. Toyota, let's go places. Hi, and welcome back on Inside Baylor Sports from Morgantown, West Virginia, where Baylor men's basketball had a midweek game against the West Virginia Mountaineers. Baylor down to the final four games in the regular season. A key stretch for Scott Drew and the Bears 
Their first ever trip to Morgantown begins that final stretch run. Let's get the highlights between the Bears and the Mountaineers. Jackson alley hoop on a touch pass. Isaiah Austin, that was like a volleyball play. He just tipped that one home. At seven foot one and 220 pounds, Isaiah Austin is tall, but not very big. Austin looking to go to work in the short corner. Again, tough shot. Boy, he's hit some good ones tonight. Number 21 held his own against West Virginia's Bigs as Austin scored 21 points and grabbed six rebounds Wednesday night. I was just playing active, you know. Uh, credit all my points come to, from my teammates. You know, they found me when I was open, made everything easy for me. Austin and the Bears jumped out to a 17-11 lead less than 10 minutes into the first half. Isaiah Austin is in the alley-oop to Corey Jefferson. Austin, now a three, come on. Oh, my, what more can this guy do for you? West Virginia then went on a 9-0 run to take a three-point lead with seven minutes to go. The Mountaineers extended their lead to nine before the Bears went on an 8-4 run to close the half, down by five, 34-29. Attend to shoot, trying to hand it off, stolen away by A.J. Walton. Three-on-one break, nice dish, Walton to Pierre Jackson for the lead. Baylor and West Virginia traded baskets to start the second half with stellar play from A.J. Walton helping to spark a big comeback. Jackson again the give and go to Walton. He gave us a, uh, what he always does, a nice lift a defensively, guarded without fouling, and then he was able to get free on uh, some back doors, which really opened things up for us. Bello up in the air, passes to Franklin, three, yes! Gary Franklin's tray at the 9.48 mark put Baylor up 50 to 48 and the Bears never looked back as they won 65-62. After the game was over we was in the locker room going crazy like we just won a national championship you know uh, uh, just know how, how, how important all our games are from now on. We work on close situations and practice every day and uh, for us to come out and, and get our first victory in a close game it means a lot. Before Wednesday's win the Bears were 0-6 in games decided by five points or less. So following the big win over West Virginia, the Bears back home Saturday for a neon out game against 13th ranked Kansas State in the Farrell Center. A sea of neon covered the Farrell Center. All fans in attendance got a free Baylor t-shirt. And early on, the electricity seemed to energize the Bears. Live from Pierre Jackson to Corey Jefferson, and he gets the slam. Corey Jefferson and Brady Haslip combined to score the Bears' first 16 points of the game. Here's Haslip, and he answers for the Bears. Bottom of the net. We came out good energy, made some extra passes, really shared the ball, did some, did some great things. The Bears and Wildcats battled back and forth in a first half that featured seven lead changes. Good, but a follow-up flush by Isaiah Austin. A.J. Walton's jumper gave Baylor a 34-33 lead at the break. We got some uh, tough guys. You know, we knew how big the game was, and uh, they stepped up. K-State quickly pulled ahead in the second half. The Wildcats led by six before the Bears responded. Give and go to Jefferson, and he finishes with a right-hand jam. The first five minutes of the second half was critical. They got the first five minutes, uh, uh, beat us to the punch, and uh, got a little separation. We fought back. Jefferson gave Baylor its first lead of the half with less than four minutes to play. K-State would retake the lead as Rodney Magruder gave the Wildcats a 61-59 lead with 103 to play. But the Bears wouldn't go down without a fight. Pierre Jackson draws the foul. He would make both free throws, tying the game at 61 with 35 seconds to play. I just found a way to, to uh, impact the game other than defense. You know, uh, 
was able to get to the line. After a timeout, K-State goes for the win and misses. That gave Baylor one last shot with one second to play. We'll throw it length of the floor and didn't touch anybody. Because Jacob Newbert's pass didn't touch anyone before it went out of bounds, K-State got the ball back under their own basket with a second to play. And off the inbounds, Magruder gets the three to go as the Bears drop a heartbreaker, 64-61 the final. Well, stay with us when Inside Baylor Sports returns. Baylor football continues preparations for the 2013 season as spring ball begins on the Baylor campus. Plus, Baylor baseball hosting the waves of Pepperdine. That and more when Inside Baylor Sports returns. Welcome back on Inside Baylor Sports. Hard to believe, but Coach Art Bryles and the Baylor football team went back to work this week, opening spring drills Friday at the Hires Athletic Complex on the Baylor campus. For the first time since winning the Holiday Bowl in late December, the Baylor football team went back to work on Friday as the Bears officially opened spring practice. You know, we feel like we finished pretty strongly, uh, not only in the Big 12, but on the national front uh, with the exposure we got out on the West Coast. We finished the season strong. We want to come back out strong. We want to stay strong throughout the whole year, something that we didn't do the past season. So, Entering his sixth season at Baylor, Head coach Art Bryles will have plenty of experience back in 2013. A total of 15 starters returned from last season's 8-5 and five squad. We know we have some big shoes to fill on the offensive side. We got defensively, you know, we got seven or eight of those guys back that really finished strongly, you know, to finish the season. On offense, all eyes will be under center. Fourth-year junior Bryce Petty and redshirt freshman Seth Russell will have the tough task of replacing record-setting quarterback Nick Florence. I don't know if I'd call it a competition right now. You know, we're going to give Petty the first shot and see see how it goes. Seth, we, we think, has a, a, a tremendous amount of potential. Being here for, for four years in the system, and I know how things work. I know what they, the coaching staff is looking for, um, so that, that makes everything a lot easier. Whoever ends up being the starter, they'll have plenty of weapons to choose from. The Bears return three of their top five receivers, along with leading rushers Glasgow Martin and Lake Seastrunk. They're definitely at the top of the list when you start talking about Big 12 backs, and that's that's a luxury we really hadn't had with that depth, you know, since we've been here. So that that's something that can really help us from an offensive standpoint. As for the defense, coordinator Phil Bennett expects the Bears to build on last season's second-half success. If you're going to win a conference championship in this league, you've got to be consistent, and we've got to cut the explosion plays. And, and play great red zone, much better third down, which we did the last six games. One big change this spring involves a position swap for Ahmad Dixon and Sam Hall. Dixon will move back to safety while Hall switches to nickelback. We think it gives us just a, a better chance to put Sam a little closer to the box, put Ahmad in a little more space, and, uh, you know, let him utilize you know, his closing speed a little bit more. The Bears will have 14 more practices before wrapping up spring ball with a controlled scrimmage on April 6th. Switching gears now, Steve Smith and the Baylor baseball team had a midweek game against Pepperdine at Baylor Ballpark. This time, the Bears on the winning side of a one-run game. Baylor head coach Steve Smith giving Pepperdine skipper Steve Rodriguez a quick overview of Baylor Ballpark before this one got going. Freshman Sterling Wynn pitched well in his first career start for the Bears. Second strikeout picked up by Sterling Wynn in the third of the season. Wynn cruised through the first three innings before he got into trouble in the fourth. 
Rounding third and coming home to score is Langlois. The Waves chased win from the game as Pepperdine went on to score four runs in the frame. Sterling did uh, did what I hoped and expected he would do. Honestly, we I went into it thinking if we got three out of him, you know, that would be good. Baylor trailed four to nothing entering the sixth inning. But that's when a quick shower changed everything. Past the sprinklers, it's caught by the center fielder, and then he'll throw it all the way to third base on one bounce. Now let's see what we can do about getting the sprinklers turned off. The sporadic sprinklers seem to spark the Bears because the very next hitter, Adam Toth, drove in Baylor's first run of the game. We're competing at the plate. Our pitchers are competing after that rough inning that they had in uh it shows that we're, we're going to be competitors and we're getting better each week. The ballpark oddities continued in the seventh when a cat got loose on the field. We've got a wildcat on the field that is now headed out toward the Baylor bullpen. Took a streak right across in front of the home plate area. Are you kidding me? Shortly after the cat got away, Cal Tui drove in two more with an RBI single. That pulled the Bears within a run at 4-3. to three. Baylor kept the momentum going in the eighth as Matt Menard knocked in the game-tying run. Toth is around third. He's on his way to the plate, and we start all over at four. The Bears then completed the comeback in dramatic fashion in the bottom of the ninth. Tuttle around third. He's on his way to the plate, and the Bears win. All the way back from a 4-0 deficit for a walk-off 5-4 victory. We'll stay with us coming up after a break. We'll rejoin Lori in Norman with a look at men's tennis plus Baylor Equestrian. But first, here's this week's Time Warner Cable Call of the Week. Here's the 2 1 pitch. It is stroked in the gap in right center field. It is down for a base hit. Tuttle around third. He's on his way to the plate, and the Bears win. All the way back from a 4 0 deficit for a walk off 5 4 victory. New Holland. The world's best-selling tractors. It gives you the power and muscle you need to get the job done at an affordable price. Visit Equipment Depot online at eqdepot.com for great savings on New Holland tractors. Take a test drive and spin the prize wheel today at Equipment Depot. Baylor Bear Energy is the only electricity program that supports the future of Baylor University and Baylor Athletics. You have the right to choose what company you buy your electricity from. Why wouldn't you pick one that supports the same things you care about? Hi, I'm Lindsay, Senior Sales Manager for Baylor Bear Energy. Let us show you how you lower your home or business electricity costs and support the Bears. Give us a call or visit BaylorBearEnergy.com today. Like our smoked brisket smokier and our jalapeno chips jalapeno ear. 
Earth. H-E-B brand products are made for the love of Texas. And they just happen to cost less. At first he'd ask for one bag of H-E-B chips, then two, three. He said the other guys kept eating them. <laughs> our customers approve our H-E-B brand products before they get to the show. And they're guaranteed. But I still prefer to do my own research. No other store makes products just for us Texans. No store does more than my H-E-B. Customer Aaron Swenson bought from us online today. So I'm happy. Sales go up. I'm happy. You went out today. I'm happy. What if she's not at home? She, she won't, won't be, be happy. happy. Use UPS. She can get a text alert, reroute, even reschedule a package. It's UPS my choice. You happy? I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm happy. 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 I love logistics. Are you a forklift short of a full load? Need an extra scissor lift? Equipment Depot has more than 2,000 units ready to give you a lift. When we need rental equipment for Baylor Athletics, our first call is to Equipment Depot. Make it yours as well. If you like the Baylor gear John and Lori wear on the show, check it out at the Baylor Bookstore, your official bookstore in the Baylor parking facility, and online at efollett.com. Welcome back, everyone, to Inside Baylor Sports. We wrap up this week's show with a look at men's tennis, equestrian, and also acrobatics and tumbling. And we begin with Coach Matt Canole's Bears at the Herd Tennis Center. Baylor's 26th-ranked men's tennis team continued to roll on Saturday as they picked up two more wins. The Bears have now won seven in a row. In the first match versus Laredo Community College, Baylor won the doubles point before dominating in singles action. Played very clean matches and, and got through you know, in good shape. So. Uh, good day. You know, we got a lot out of it. I'm happy about it, and we're excited about what's coming up this afternoon. Against Abilene Christian, the Bears swept doubles play before Monte Ziga disposed of his opponent 6-love, six 6-1. Six Marco Krikovic, Robert Verzal, and Julian Lenz all followed suit as the Bears completed their second 7-love sweep of the day. I think I had a good day, like the whole team. We had uh, two uh, teams here. We won twice, 7-0, so we definitely got the job done. Moving on, 6th-ranked Baylor Equestrian hosted its final two meets of the regular season over the weekend. The Bears opened with a dominant 12-7 victory over number 4 Kansas State on Friday. The Bears followed up Friday's win with a heartbreaking loss to number 2 Auburn on Saturday. The meet ended in a 10-10 tie, but Baylor lost on raw scores by only four points. Baylor's acrobatics and tumbling team kicked off the home portion of the 2013 season in a big way Tuesday night against Azusa Pacific. Down after the meet's first three events, the Bears outscored the Cougars in the toss and tumbling events after halftime. The competition then came down to the final event, team routine. We are a second half team and I just feel like the girls did a great job at staying focused. They didn't care about the scoreboard. Baylor's 95.29 score gave the Bears enough to defeat Azusa Pacific in true comeback fashion. Time now for our Toyota look ahead to the upcoming week in Baylor Athletics. Monday starts with a basketball double dip. The Lady Bears host Kansas State on senior night while the Baylor men are in Austin. Baseball then hosts Louisiana Tech for a couple of midweek games on Tuesday and Wednesday. The weekend starts with track and field at the NCAA Indoor Championships. The men's and women's tennis teams are also in action, and baseball begins a series with Illinois. 
On Saturday, the Lady Bears open Big 12 championship play in Dallas. Softball begins a series with Purdue, and men's basketball closes out the regular season against Kansas. The week ends with both tennis teams back in action and acrobatics and tumbling hosting Quinnipiac. That'll do it for this week's Inside Baylor Sports. For John Morris in Morgantown, West Virginia, I'm Lori Fogelman in Norman, Oklahoma. Thanks so much for watching, and we'll see you next week for more Inside Baylor Sports. Inside Baylor Sports, presented by the Baylor Graduate School, has been brought to you by Hillcrest Baptist Medical Center, the official health care provider of the Baylor Bears. Toyota, right now, find a great deal on a new Toyota. Toyota, let's go places. By Dr. Pepper, always one of a kind. By Texas Farm Bureau Insurance, moments worth covering are never accidents. By HEB, here everything is better. And by the Baylor Graduate School, discover, learn, make a difference.